With you at always. With you. Yeah. Let's try that again. <laughs> Rewind. Hi, I, hi. Yeah, Lisa, it's been a couple weeks, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like... Hiatus has made me soft and weak. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Ah. Welcome back. This is the Flash Flashcast. I'm Lisa Schmeiser, and with me as always are Tony Sindelar and Philip Mozilak. We are back from hiatus with a crazy episode, one of the best of the series so far. Tons of shocking twists and turns. If you haven't seen this week's episode yet, do not listen to this podcast until after you've seen it. Go on. We'll wait. It'll be on Hulu next week, or you can buy it off of iTunes right now, or, you know, go go hang out and hit your DVR or whatever. Anyway, point is, you gotta watch the episode. <laughs> can, can I just say, can I just say right now how much I missed you guys over this hiatus? Yep. I was, there, were, there was something missing for, what, three weeks? Was it only that long? It felt long. It felt really long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, maybe that was just the life stuff got in the way, but I don't I really, I like, you know, watching The Flash, talking about The Flash, you know, coming up with crazy theories about what may or may not be going wrong. Now, many of my theories have been proven wrong in one episode, so that's, you know, <laughs> that's I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta rev back up now. That's always know? gratifying when you're like, okay, all of my assumptions are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it helps that I, I do not cling to them very tightly. It's like, oh, well, now there's r- roll in the new crazy, crazy ideas. So. I know. No, I'm going through that with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now, too. Where mm-hmm. I had this, and this is not really spoilery, but uh, just in case, and you're Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s people, and you haven't caught up to the most recent episodes. I am, and I'm not, so... Um, long story short, I had a whack job theory that perhaps the reason that Bobby and, is it Mac? Is that the guy she's, she's scheming with? Uh, Hunter. No, Hunter is the guy she was married to for a while. Okay. Um, anyway, my whack job theory was that we'd get a ton of fan service by, by having Bobby be working in cahoots with Hawkeye and we'd get like a little Hawkeye cameo towards the, towards the season finale. And it would tie into the movie, and and all would be explained. And um, it looks like that. It looks like that. That theory is largely wishful thinking at this point. So, so all of my pet fan theories are going away. But that's okay because they weren't based in reality anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you want surprises? Yeah. yeah. Never let that get in the way, Lisa. Oh, reality is reality you know, is I mean, overrated. I mean, you know, comic book reality mm-hmm. is the uh, you know is a conundrum in and of itself. So, yeah. mm-hmm. all right. So where where should we start? What uh, I guess we should probably do the forty five second recap first. Right? Uh, make it thirty. I want 30? I want the Arrow Boys to know uh-huh. what it is to do a recap. Whatever you can do, we can do faster because we're the Flash. That's right. Uh, and having said that, I think Lisa's going to do this because I'm not ready to do that. All right. So. <laughs> All right. So let me set my timer. I'm pulling that up now. It'll take me 30 seconds just to find it because it's been so long, you guys. <laughs> All right. Ready? Set. Go. So Dr. Wells, totally evil, totally Aylbard Thon from the 25th <laughs> century, um, delivers the ultimate shut up Cisco blow when Cisco finally figures out that, hey, maybe Dr. Wells isn't as innocuous as he seems. Meanwhile, Barry has found a way to break the space-time barrier by running super-duper fast. Joe's legs have been broken by the weather wizard in what would, in what would otherwise be the A-plot of the week, and Barry and Iris, Iris finally admit their feelings for one another, um, a development that might possibly be undone uh, in as early as the next episode. We shall see. Boom. Nice. What was how many, that? How many seconds was that? Twenty nine. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Way to way to way to set us all up for no, high benchmarks for future weeks. I was thinking, you know, so. by the time we get to like the season finale, it'll be like a three second thing where we just go. Ah! 
Yeah. <laughs> Barry fights a gorilla. <laughs> Watch it. That, yeah. Right. <laughs> it might have been. So normally we start off with the Dr. Wells wellness check because it's just fun and ambiguity. However, it's such a big deal this week. I feel like we should punt it to the end. Okay. And um, we can either start with the conspiracy corner. Or we can just discuss um, the, the Shut Up Iris segment of the show. Or we can talk about how bad I feel for Eddie and I, how bad I feel for Eddie and Linda. <laughs> <laughs> now, my conspiracy deals with Eddie. Oh, okay. So we may want to go. I have a whack job conspiracy theory for Eddie, too. I'm ready. Ooh. Okay, so let's kick that one down mm-hmm. and let's start with uh, that, what, let's say a little Iris. Yeah, apparently bowling gets girls hot. Maybe it worked. Uh, it worked I mean, for the Jesus in uh, in Lebowski. Mm-hmm. True. Um, I was just slightly uncomfortable with the amount of like touchy feely that Iris was given to Barry. I, and oh, I hated with, that because it felt like she was marking territory in front of Linda, and that's so uncool. There's a lot of uncoolness at the uh, yeah. that kind of teenager, even though they're not teenagers. I know. Level. Yeah, uh, you know, like. I, at first, I, there's the scene where, where Eddie was giving Iris a hard time, and I'm just like, you're not being very understanding. And it's like, oh, well, I guess actually she has legitimate feelings. So yeah, I guess you were totally picking up on something that was going to be a problem and tried to deal with it, and that didn't work. No, so. Eddie is, Eddie, Eddie, and what I feel bad about is Eddie is being a grown-up here, and Linda's being a grown-up here, because both of them have called this out and said, look, what's the deal? And Barry and Iris have, have, have kind of jerked around two people who don't deserve to be jerked around. Yep. Which means it, it is a CW show, so maybe they get together. Um, what do they have in common other than a searing contempt for Barry and Iris? Um, isn't that enough? So, I suppose marriages have been made on less. <laughs> um, they could also be both be supervillains. So there's, you know, um, well, anything yeah, could happen. It, it's true. Anything could happen. Um, Eddie, Eddie conspiracy theories. All right. So, are we? we do have we covered dilated iris? Anything else before we jump? To I think we cons- covered her just plenty. She, we're right. gonna come back to her. All right. So, conspiracy corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I had many conjectures about how many reverse flashes there are. I think I peeked out at two. Um, I, <laughs> I don't think I suggested there were three. That that would have been a show. But it seems like there's only one reverse flash slash a hologram of reverse flash when you need when you need a hologram as mm-hmm. you do. Um. But I, th- I did try and come up since that kind of answered many of our conspiracy theories. And we do still have some ongoing questions about Wells's uh, greater motives. We can talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But wild spitball conspiracy theories about Eddie. Um, so there is the whole thing where Eddie, we, we have now established Eddie is related to Dr. Wells. And they, he has said a distant relative. I suspect that may have more to do with time than, than genealogy, than, yeah. right? Um, so, you know what what does that relationship mean right will will that make eddie uh will eddie have to do something uh villainous uh to help out his distant relative or somehow be manipulated by his distant relative this was like a great uh, eddie episode too cuz he was mm-hmm. like true blue we loyal see a to lot joe. more of him yeah he was true blue yep. loyal to joe he was straight up with iris he's there's the scene at the end uh where he is like running the police force right yeah, cuz yeah. cuz joe's out of commission and captain singh's out of commission mm-hmm. and well now this may not have hap- may never happen because of the t- timeline but like eddie's there like barking orders and like giving the motivational speech right yeah so he seems kind of next in line uh to be you know some some p- person of of authority mm-hmm. um so i don't and you know the fact that it seems like well, again, the timeline has been disrupted, so who knows mm-hmm. what will really happen. But things sure are set up for him and Barry to not be such good friends in the near future, right? Um, 
I blame Iris. <laughs> that you are correct. That that is why you blame her. It's yeah. definitely Iris is the flashpoint that will mm-hmm. always start a war. Yeah. But if Eddie gets information from Wells, and I'm going to still use Wells as his name for now. Yeah, well, because Aobard is just such a silly I name. I have a hard time pronouncing Eobard, Aobard. Also, yeah. and if the last names are not unique. So, so Wells is great for me for now. Yeah, I always right. figured it was like Aobard, because it, it sounds... It's, I realize it's supposed to be future but it honestly sounds like Old English when you're like, what? Aobard? I thought... I listened to him say it a couple times, and I, mm-hmm. I thought it was like Ubard, like it, like it would be spelled with an H. I know it's spelled with an E. Yeah, that's not like a real name, right? Or no, that, no, that is not like an old timey name. Or also, I think about Eowyn from from Lord name. of the Rings. So you know, mm-hmm. Eobard, Eowyn. He's got. He looks like he could. He could have a little elven. We don't know what yeah. the future is like. He does look. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's well. That I. I um. He has some elf like qualities. I forget who I tweeted this at today because um they were they were saying they had been on tenterhooks the last twenty minutes of the episode, and um I realized that that the casting has totally paid off with this episode yeah. because tom cavanaugh plays lovable rogue so well and he's always so personable and and seems so 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 friendly and he gets so many great moments in this one episode yeah no because and i feel yeah i feel like we should break from formula for this because again this episode was a game changer in the flash universe because it introduced it first it confirms the identity of the reverse flash Second, it introduces the idea that Barry is now fast enough to mess with the with, to mess with the time stream because he effectively ran himself back in time forty eight hours by the yes. end of the episode. So we've now established that Barry has the ability to re- to to go back in time, which means he could reset time. Um, and third, um, we got a little bit of Cisco backstory, which was interesting. And um, yeah. I wonder if that, I, I was like, okay, is this going to come into play later, or is this meant to play up the connection that Cisco and Wells thought they had? But more importantly, number four, Wells is revealed as the anti-flesh, and he kills Cisco! It's the ultimate yeah. shut-up Cisco moment, because just the, the whole sequence, Cisco is not dumb, and he's been working with Joe, and he had set up the, uh, he had set up the mirrors, and they figured out that the anti-flesh was there at the night of Nora's death, and um, then the bug gets planted, um, actually, incidentally, by Barry, who's all, no, that reporter, he would be wrong, because Dr. Wells is a man who loves kittens and science. <laughs> and Cisco's like, something is going on. I'm a man who likes numbers. I'm a man who likes evidence. I'm a man who likes figuring things out. He goes, he runs, he runs the figures, and all of the math is really fishy. And so now he's beginning to suspect something is up. He figures out that the reverse flash they thought they had, quote unquote, captured was actually like merely a set of mathematical equations and basically a recording that 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 the reverse flash had made and then as he's listening to the loop and realize realizing they've been they've been played because of a dialogue wells appears and you might say i'm the reverse flash and then wells does the classic villain move where he monologues yeah and but it's a pretty good monologue uh it's it's really good yeah and there's a lot of emotion in there. Because he's like, mm-hmm. I've grown really fond of you. And I think of you almost like a son. At this, He's like, yeah. he's like, you've, uh, no, actually, it's like, you've helped me understand what it must be like to have a son, which is a great way of conveying the loss that he, he feels. And one of the things that's motivating him is, is uh, he's like, this is not my beautiful life. My beautiful life's in the 25th century. But it was also sad and underscored because there's that scene at the very beginning where they're watching old movies together. And Wells is kind of prodding at Cisco about his family life. And Cisco's like, I'm happier without him. 
And he does have that spooky line when they're when they're talking about the Buster Keaton yes. movies. Yeah. Say it, Tony. Must have been before my time. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was so. huge. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff he says where he's like, oh, "Don't worry about the weather wizard." And, yeah. And uh, and my favorite laugh out loud moment was like he says of Joe, "Well, he's taking being stalked by a metahuman supervillain much better than I expected." And uh, <laughs> and it was just a nice moment of levity. But he gives that killer monologue. Where he's like, "I just want to get back to my time. I never meant to kill Nora Ellen. I was there to kill Barry." <laughs> and then Cisco's like, "You were." But you were his friend. You're trying to make him faster. And he's like, Barry means is a, to an end. means to an end. And I, you can tell that that wounds Cisco more than anything else, because he probably could have forgiven Dr. Wells killing Nora if it had been a terrible accident. But the fact that Dr. Wells is like, nope, I just killed the wrong Alan. And I don't really care for Barry so much as he's a means to an end. I do, however, care for you. And so I regret having to do this. And he vibrates his hand inside Cisco's chest <sighs> and presumably squeezes his heart. The only thing that made me roll my eyes is the dramatic, forgive me, because, oh, come on, really? (laughs) Well, but here, now you rolled over a huge, huge piece, and Mm -hmm. this, the arrow can eat for lunch and dinner. You have been dead to me for centuries. Yeah, oh my God, that's right. Well, my, my feeling was, is that's how he's rationalizing it? Mm-hmm. And that's also how he's finally like, at last, I can I can point out to people that I'm from the freaking 25th century, <laughs> you know, because that's 400 years from now. And uh, mm-hmm. if you imagine being rocketed back in time to the 1700s, like how horror stricken would you be to 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 be mm-hmm. to be there? I don't have a lot of sympathy for you, Lisa. If you rocket yourself back in time to the 17th century, I don't know to mess with the timeline. Oh, do you? And then you're like, did? oh no. People wear funny clothes here. It's like, no, that's on you. D- yeah. So. Did we find out that he's deliberately sent himself back or, or, or do you think, like, was that confirmed on the show or is this just us thinking that he's not? Yeah. I, I mean, it depends. <laughs> Again, we don't know kind of what, what is his true nature as a villain. But right? yeah, there's the yeah. whole, there's the whole, did you do this to yourself or was this done to you? Yeah. But I um, bet. I, I have a feeling we're going to see that it was some sort of accident or he is trying to do something. And he thought, if I go back, I can change events. And yes. he realized that he'd gone back maybe too far and didn't have his, uh, like, reverse flash juice. And mm-hmm. so he had to invent that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let, let me just say this. There, you know, we, we've, we've skipped over the weather wizard, which I find to be disgusting of a name. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds almost like a clansman with a meteorological interest. <laughs> yeah, it, it just <laughs> No, wait, we can't have the crossbird in that night. There's a 40% chance of rain. I mean, oh, yes, weather wizard, is, whatever you say. He, he is a classic Flash villain, but he's, he's yeah. dumb. <laughs> and and I, I don't even want to get into the fact, well, but we will, about the weather wand. Which, <laughs> yes. In which and of itself, awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not nice. But wizard wand, I think, even nerdier than a wizard. Right, 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 right. It's a wizard wand, which <laughs> Barry d- Barry does something very cool. Mm-hmm. Lightning strike is is about to strike. Yes, and mm-hmm. he is faster now. I just did a little Wikipedia type informational. He's faster than mm-hmm. the speed of light. Well, no, lightning, well, lightning is, is different. different than light. Oh, but, yeah. you're yeah. right. You're right. It moves. At 224,000 miles an hour. Which is several order of magnitudes faster than the speed of a bullet. Right. So I'm just going to say this. Barry has some skill. And he has an amazing power. 
that, that he comes can move down that to, quick. Wait, 124,000 miles per hour? So if we divide that by 60, that's what, 40,000 miles of a minute? No, it's well, it's 3,700 miles per second. Oh, wow. So that's what, so Barry is now going th- faster than 3,700 miles per second. Well, and so at that point, he's 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 already beat um, sound yeah. at that point, because that's 2,000. Well, uh, and a bullet is faster than sound. Yeah. Also. So. Um, so I. So, sorry, so I'm looking at a chart on Wikipedia. This is not exciting. So, <laughs> so, but, you know, and I'm not looking at I'm not looking at Wikipedia, because if we do mm-hmm. that, then this turns into a podcast. on like the Thuringian Kings or something, because right, 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 right. I end up in crazy wormholes. But um, if Barry is literally running thousands of miles per second why, why hasn't he run into himself sooner or or mm-hmm. suffered some crazy accident of physics I, there, mm-hmm. oh, we can't oh numbers just make this hard <laughs> let's let's not be scientists yes here. yes yeah. we're no scientists but no, this has been we're no scientists but <laughs> and i mean i think there is kind of it, it kind of fits mm-hmm. together in that there's this idea that his power and his potential yeah. is not under his control and not really something he has reached yet. Cause like yeah. his craziest things, outrunning lightning, mm-hmm. kind of catching slash deflecting a bullet and ultimately traveling through time basically happen at these extreme situations, right? Yeah. Like he can't just like, all right, it's a Tuesday. Let's, you know, it's a Tuesday. Let's, let's visit the seventies for lunch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in fact, <laughs> I mean, to me, it was kind of amusing and shocking. He did not mean to time travel, right? He was trying to accomplish something else, yeah. which did not accom- did not happen, right? Uh, and he has potentially the opportunity to stop that situation from ever happening. You know, which I, I started... I, we don't really know yet how time travel works in The Flash. Uh, and that will be interesting because he, he's not there standing next to his past self, right? It's like his past self faded away. Yeah. And so he's, he's 48 hours in the past. Um, so he's basically hit a reset button. He's basically a reset button. Which so uh, it, so here are the questions I have, which some of which may or may not be answered next week. Since mm-hmm. Barry is now in the past, but has foreknowledge of what the next forty eight hours are like, how does this change what he does with Joe? Or or yep. um, how does this change stuff with Linda? How does this mm-hmm. change stuff with Iris? Um, mm-hmm. More crucially, will Cisco decide to do this again? Mm-hmm. And then my last question is. Do you think Wells can tell when a timeline has been reset? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. And that you could get to segue back to and, Conspiracy and, Corner. And the, uh, Did Wells well, know this was going to happen? Well, this brings up another he... hypothesis, which is, has this happened before and before? And Wells just keeps going back and doing mm-hmm. the loop again and again until Barry gets it right. Like, it's it's Groundhog ah, Day for both of them. Because yeah. there is kind of the question, I mean, why did, like, we get Wells... Kills Cisco because Cisco knows too much. Yes. And there's no, well, there's Cisco no knows that. too much because freaking Wells talked yeah. to him. I mean, you know, perhaps there would have been less to know if Wells hadn't been like, well, you might say I'm the reverse Flash. Well, but he saw the hologram, right? Yeah. So, like, the jig was up. Pretty much. Um, yeah. But why did Wells, Wells revealed something to Caitlin, right? I mean, he disappeared from the coffee shop and, the and left the wheelchair. There. Oh, God, yeah. Why did he do that? Because he could, I mean, you know, maybe he did it because he realized I have to get there and stop Cisco and that's worth compromising this because you know you could imagine if he's a really good super genius he could eliminate cisco and still kind of string caitlin along but maybe that maybe that wasn't an option to him uh or maybe he knew things were going to get reset i i don't know um my guess is the next episode is going to be all about my guess is the next episode is all about barry trying to deal with correcting stuff Mm -hmm. and like 
the other stuff is going to fall on the side because he's going to try and keep all the people from getting, like he's going to try and keep Joe from getting hurt and from Sing from getting hurt and from the weather wizard getting into a place where he can cause a tsunami. Yeah. But he's never going to get to reunite with Iris. They're never going to get their moments. But at the same time, his sacrifices, he's going to know that was possible and it's not the timeline it's going to get. Or do you think that Wells is going to say something and it's like, "Mm, if you can go back in time this far, I wonder if you can go back to, or he says, or he'll say something where it's, it's red meat to bear. Like, Oh, Barry, don't think about trying to run back to save your mother that night. And Barry will be like, I saw a red blur and he'll try to do Mm -hmm. it. And then we'll get, cause it's one thing for Wells to reveal that he's the big baddie to Cisco and then hit Mm -hmm. the reset button. And then the show hits the reset button so that we all know that Wells is the bad guy and no one else knows that Wells is the bad guy and all that. But it'll be another if um, we go through the rest of the season and um, sitting on this terrible, terrible tension about Wells and his bad mm-hmm. and his bad behavior. And then in the final episode, everybody else finally figures out, oh, my God, wow, Aobard. Who, who is this Aobard? <laughs> well, now, Tony, you were saying episodes before mm-hmm. that the reverse flash uses the Flash's energy to... The speed force. Yeah. yeah. So, now, I could see where... Okay, so if Barry sees that now I've, I've got the ability to do it, I can go back there, and, and Wells says, you can't... You, you know, I need you to get to my time. So, it's, a, you know, it's almost like uh, Wells is chasing him when he goes back to stop uh, the murder of his mom. That's an idea. Mm-hmm. Well, because I think that what's going to happen is um, Wells has had the satisfaction. Wells had the satisfaction to reveal. We had the satisfaction of the uh, such as it was of the big kiss between Barry and Iris, <laughs> which immediately get and Barry <laughs> reveals his identity to Iris. That's yes. right. Yes, which also may never happen. Right. right. And then boom. So I. I I have to applaud the writers because they got all that dramatic catharsis out of the way, and then they found in a- like eight minutes also, <laughs> and they got, and then they found a way to hit the reset button so they can keep doing it to you again and again because mm-hmm. you know that that uh, honestly for the rest of for the rest of this this uh, season every time there's like a really nice interaction between Wells and and possibly still alive Cisco we're gonna be like oh you're killing us Wells um, you know or <laughs> Snake how could you do that um. <laughs> And and it is kind of breaking my heart that Wells is 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 being set up as the big bad, because especially because it means he might leave, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's because, gonna be sad when he's not there. Yeah, because um, Arrow do, and again, this, I want to emphasize no spoilers, but Arrow does this thing where they'll have the big bad and then they dispatch them in some way, and sometimes they're back for like an episode or two, and but mostly not. And um, you know, I was hoping they would drag out this Wells thing a little bit longer or that there'd be some chance for his salvation or redemption. Mm-hmm. But don't don't be so sure that that can't happen. Mm-hmm. OK, I don't know. This I'm... was such a big episode. I was surprised that it was not the season finale. Yes, I was surprised that it was not the cliffhanger in the middle of the season. Yeah. But after we came back and I was surprised that this happened before Gorilla Grodd, who we've been teased like twice about now. And it's like I keep. Figuring, like, well, the next episode, obviously, there's going to be, where is my gorilla? Bring me my psychic <laughs> monkey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but how is he going to, and the thing is, like, I'm thinking to myself, how is he going to get, um, like, debuted? I, I don't mean, know. I'm, I'm, but but I'm, now that we're I, playing with timelines, potentially, um, well, Wells can bring him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he and Wells are in league in some way, shape, or form. 
Mm-hmm. So definitely, and and then my next question is like, how do you think the, the how do you think the psychic monkey is going to react when he discovers that that Wells is okay with him getting monkey tortured? All in the interest of of well, this is all for me getting back to the twenty fifth century. Like, mm-hmm. if you're an angry, psychically traumatized gorilla, do you think you'll be like, oh, well, very well, my good friend? I I have always <laughs> longed to be emotionally complicated, a genius in evil, so it all works out. Or or do you think you'll be like, what? <laughs> I don't know. It'll be inter- we don't know what they'll do with Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd is a ridiculous character. Um I've just I've been reading the new 52 uh Flash comics uh-huh. which they're okay. The art is beautiful, but one of the kind of big premises from that is that like the speed force is the reason for everything. Uh. So like Gorilla Grodd's psychic ability, speed force. That's like his midi- mind is fast. That's like midichlorians. Like once, is, once they introduced midichlorians, it was all over it, for Star Wars. It man. really kind of feels like that a little oh, bit. I mean, yeah. The mainly, I don't like. I don't. I mean, I'm willing to accept it if it's this like it's basically just magic and don't worry about it. But when they start getting into like what the speed force can and can't do, like let's just agree that when things go very fast, it's complicated. <laughs> so that's that's my feeling on the speed force. Not a scientist. Well, and I, you know, I think what's interesting is that Barry, you know, just hit his pocket, you know, and went back 48 hours, which was really, really well set up with, you know, the over the top, um, you know, symbols that we, we got from the mm-hmm. beginning. But, you know, he obviously he's made that jump. Now he, he obviously, I, I think obviously the next episode is going to be like, I have an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. And maybe he confronts Wells, but mm-hmm. now does he? But he doesn't but know he d- about Wells. He doesn't That's know. The, it. They they were very like surgical with that, right? Mm-hmm. Caitlin wants to tell him, and he's like, "No, there's a tsunami," and she's like, "Okay, this is what you need to do." They have that like thirty because like she wants to tell him like this is really important, and and you know they have the like there's no time, and I was actually willing to believe it because it's like there's he's looking at a tsunami. Um, usually when there's like there's no time, I'm always like, "Come on, there's time." Um. Cisco and Joe had that kind of annoying, there's no time uh, interchange in the lobby before where he's like, well, why do you think Wells is evil? And he's like, I'm busy. I've got cop paperwork to do. There's no time. There's no time. Uh Well, and I think that's clutch because he's going to say, what did she need? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, Wells is going to shoot down the alleyway to get Mm -hmm. Cisco and that's where Barry's going to go. Or, I mean, here's the whole thing. It's... He's messing with the timeline. He could do all kinds of stuff that makes that never happen, right? Um, that you know that it would be kind of boring for their. I mean, they can't do a whole episode that's like this episode, but things go right, right? That's not going to be exciting, right? But they could do like he tries to fix stuff in the first ten minutes, and then all kinds of weird things spiral off, yeah. right? Because like as as soon as he's somewhere to get there, you know, like as soon as he's mm-hmm. at the police headquarters before Weather Wizard gets there. Like all this other stuff is going to kind of cascade from that. In yeah, you can't mess, you can't mess with timelines. So that's going to be the lesson. Like as soon as like maybe you know like Plus Cisco is in ta- a different place, yeah. or you know, mm-hmm. or or Cisco and mm-hmm. Joe don't get to talk, or Barry never talk. Barry therefore never drops by the post the uh, not post office uh, news office to talk to the creepy reporter guy who's. So um, I love like, boy. that guy's hilarious. like hilarious. Oh, that was like he's like well also he's like. So, like, friend, brother, or brother, friend, and it's like, ah, oh, that's kind of creepy right no, now. No, totally. Like hitting on each other. No, I, and no, then no, also I he's like, he's putting, he's putting Mary on edge. He likes to unsettle people. I, and like, I like that like, he's confrontational. 
And Dr. Wells is a sociopath, but I follow him in my free time like a well-adjusted person. <laughs> right. <laughs> and again, I can't get over the fact that they have so much food just sitting around the newsroom because yeah. I don't know how many of you are or know reporters, but if there's one universal in a newsroom, it's that if you put down a plate of free food within three minutes, it's all gone. Like if you ever wanted to take out the staff. There's of, no fresh scones. No. Yeah. There. If you ever wanted to take out the staff of the New York Times, like, like put out a plate of donuts, they'd be they'd be down half an hour with poison. <laughs> but uh oh you brought i indirectly you brought it up huh okay so creepy reporter says i've got it on a secure flash drive oh she's also not a way that humans talk yes so. yes exactly okay. he's, he's a tv character yes. talking about technology so, <laughs> it's you know, adorable if I, yeah if i'm the flash i'm still gonna go there and you told me that it's in your office so maybe i'll I, steal it yeah exactly and that's where he's going to learn something's not right with Wells even mm-hmm. further. Aha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe proof that Wells is out of his wheelchair. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. Wells doesn't have to go anywhere. No. He doesn't have to leave. It's perfect. Ah. What I really like is the idea that every time Wells does a big reveal, Barry inadvertently resets the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> like he freaks out and like runs away. Like- no, like he doesn't even know Wells. Like oh, this he week, just accidentally like, does it. Yeah, like this week it was Cisco, and Barry accidentally reset the timeline back to to right before all this business happened. And like mm-hmm. next time, Caitlin and he have a heart to heart, and she realizes that mm-hmm. oh my god, Doctor Wells, your your spine shows all the results of somebody who can. Have you been able to walk this whole time? And he's like, Caitlin, I've come to think of you almost like a daughter, and kills her. And like, meanwhile, across town, like Iris wants a latte, and so Barry inadvertently breaks the the time barrier again, and then boom, mm-hmm. reset. And then like in the like second to last episode this season, there's an arrow crossover, and Oliver's all, Doctor Wells, I'm around a lot of accomplished liars in my duties as as, as, as in my duties as the hood. And, I have to tell you, I think there's something not right about you. And Dr. Wells gets up and vibrates and goes, you're right. And I'm sorry I have to do this because in another life we could have been friends, but and he kills him. And then Barry is like running off to get Felicity a coffee and boom, timeline reset. And it just keeps happening like all through this series. I feel like, I guess he could probably metabolize coffee really quickly because otherwise that could be really dangerous if you're trying to control your speed. Yeah. Because you'd want to be really careful about your caffeine levels. No, I just like the idea that Dr. Wells put all this work into place and, and he's like yeah. finally all the it chest pieces are in place reset. and Barry yeah. like inadvertently resets the tab he's like damn it what is happening why does this keep happening to me well I, I do kind of that could be like that could be traumatizing right also presumably I don't know does the flash age so like if he keeps traveling back in time yeah. like is he getting older while everybody else is staying the same oh age oh my like, yes he has super healing too and he got hit That's by true. lightning and has abs now it's his physiology is complicated. So. Well, I have wondered it, if, if if his if his cells are capable of repairing themselves so quickly. Um, why isn't someone out there trying to figure out how to give the Flash cancer? <laughs> he can beat it. Maybe not though, because cancer is basically unregulated cell growth. And so, if you find a way to give the Flash incurable cancer, he's dead in like six hours. <laughs> it's like that great that, the great comic from uh, the panel from. Spider-Man and X-Men. I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. Oh, God, that's the greatest. You have all this power. Why Why aren't you using it to cure cancer? I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. 
That's, you know, yeah. they should really goal. check for that when they hand out PhDs. There yeah. It should be some kind of like... That's That should be like the last question on the exam. Do you yeah. want to these powers for A, good, or B, turning people into dinosaurs? <laughs> no, I just love the idea that by like the end of season two, like somehow every single cast member in Arrow and every single cast member except one in, in, in The Flash have all been on the receiving end of Dr. Wells' monologue <laughs> and he's killed them and Barry's reset the time every single time. <laughs> And he's given him the hand blender. Yeah, every it time. will not be as touching a death scene, I no. think, after the fifth one. Because you know? like, the no. it's Cisco, the actor that played Cisco, he I did thought, a great job. You know, and he's had to be such a kind of ridiculous cornball for like twelve episodes. He's had to basically then, be like a, a left brain eunuch because that's how, yeah. that's basically how they present him. Is oh, his big love in life is being people's sidekick. Like Cisco mm-hmm. has almost. This is like the first. This episode was the first time we got any personal information about him, mm-hmm. which is that he's. He finds his family stressful. Like, we don't know yeah. what his other hobbies are. We don't know much about his academic background or, or anything other than the fact that he's not a PhD. Mm-hmm. But, I, I think that he doesn't find, he, he says he finds his family stressful, yeah. but I think it's the opposite. I think they, he, they get stressed out when he's around. Oh, but, uh, but no, his, 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 the betrayal that he felt with Dr. Wells, where he's, you know, you could tell the whole time he's thinking, I believed in you and you'd lied to me. And, and why? Why would you do this? It was, it was really poignant and really well done. I, it, was the, it was the best episode of the season by far. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Really exciting. It was funny because the, 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 the villain of the week was so kind of background. And, yeah. And, you know, it was like, we have this here because that's the formula you expect. Yeah. And then we're going to flip that on its head in the last 20 minutes. Yeah. I hope you're ready for that. This guy could drown the city in a tsunami, but what's more important is that Dr. Wells is walking around telling everyone he's the reverse Flash. Yep. Well, is he a member of the Rogues? Dr. Uh, reverse Flash? Yeah. I don't no, think so. No, uh, Weather Wizard. I, I don't I, like saying that. I'm not sure who the like canonical member of the Rogues is, but I think he is in that he's like a goofy... I you know, I just can't take the name seriously. I'm sorry. I like, just imagine some hillbilly out. My barometer said that the pressure's <laughs> dropping, so we can't get to no cross burning tonight. It's ugh, no. Because De- Captain Cold is kind of the leader of the rogues, <clears throat> yeah. I think. Um, and then Heat Waves in there, and uh, the Pied Piper, and the Trickster. I think a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. now I will tell you, I have seen the preview to the entire season. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh, so I had yeah. some villain reveals. Well, we have, and I say we, our show, not the Arrow, uh-huh. has probably one of the quintessential actors coming on board. I, I know the one you're talking about. Yes. So, so they Ooh. can eat it once again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a competition. It's not. We're all super well, friends. We're, we're, we're all super friends. We're all super if we work together. Well, maybe. I can't, I can't, I can't confirm that. In fact, I find myself being a reverse flash in, in this particular case. I, I seem to relate to him best. Well, he, he the, the thing that's, bra- that if I had a heart, would break my heart about, about the whole Dr. Wells reveal is precisely because he didn't have to be kind to Caitlin or mm-hmm. Barry or Cisco. Like, like, let's face it, he could have had them do what he wants them to do through fear or intimidation, or mm-hmm. just saying, I'm from the future, I have superior technology, I will use it to liquidate the brains of everyone you love if you don't do what I want. And instead, for whatever reason, he chose to build a quasi-science family. Mm-hmm. 
And it's still that question. I mean, and, he's obviously a bad guy, right? He's doing bad things. He kills Cisco, but he's to not protect his plan. He's not bad like Clancy Brown bad, you know? Because yeah. no. no, 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 no. Because there have been he, bad. There have been bad guys in the show. Most of the time on this show, like the baddie of the week is somebody who's like, "Ha ha! I enjoy wreaking havoc. I reject this. Yeah. So- I reject." I was the social- a bank robber. Now I'm a bank robber who can who turn can- into metal. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I re- I reject the social contract and and people mm-hmm. who needs them. They're all terrible. But again, you've got somebody who is obviously set to be the big bad and has superior intelligence, either that or just an uncanny ability to read history. And he has chosen to treat these people like friends. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's because I'm, I don't think it's because he did like a cost benefits analysis and was like, well, it will be easier to get what I want if they don't suspect me. Like there's something else to it. And and I'm I'm I think we'll we'll have to see something where yeah. they go into the whole situation with his wife. Yeah, who because right? if, that's got to be something. Because right? that, again, I want you to imagine you're, imagine you're flung back 400 years. Is he flung back by himself, or did he travel with his wife? Yeah, or, or yeah. Because right? if he because if he came by himself, I'm trying to figure out how do you marry and make a life with somebody who is 400 years behind you historically, socially, culturally, all of that. You know, you don't want to be alone. How do you? Uh, and he's stranded. Yeah, but how how do you how do you how do you connect with that person? Mm-hmm. You know, like what did he have to? How how many lives would he have to construct to create the alternate persona of who who he's supposed to be in the twenty first century? Mm-hmm. You know, so so I have a lot of questions about that, and and again, why he chose not to be alone, or mm-hmm. or well, and I don't, I'm not totally sure on the timeline. I think we know this, but I have not pieced it together in my head mm-hmm. because so he has said he came back fifteen years ago, and that is when um, Barry's mother was killed. So he came back in close proximity to that. I don't know when he, and I think we know this in terms of things that have been said, but I don't know in my head how much later does he get married and then lose his wife in a car crash, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, was that close in proximity to that or later? Like, so, I mean, maybe he gets stranded and tries to make the best of it and is yeah. there for a couple of years and, and, or maybe he's a complete sociopath and, you know, marry someone to fit in and maintain cover and Mm -hmm. advance his science career or something right right um but we don't i mean it seems like that's going to be something they'll expand and explain well couldn't it be as something as simple as he's taken on the identity of a Mm -hmm. dr wells Mm -hmm. and the woman who died quote the wife Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. the wife of the real dr wells oh Oh, yeah oh maybe the real dr wells also died in that car crash correct and he's Yes. But now, okay. but let me go one step further. I'm going to go ahead and uh, unbound my uh, codex of the movie Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best, the best villain is one who believes that what he's doing is for the greater good, and mm-hmm. it's not nefarious. And we still, you know, he has that headline in his braille room with the, you know, some exactly. crisis happens in the future, and Flash disappears. Right? Yeah, right. Is he the now, Flash that disappeared? Uh, I believe so. Whoa. Because, so, so, and this also beggars another question, which is, so, are Wayne Industries and Queen Consolidated going to be around that long? Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because that was... I'm not, I was yeah. not sure when that yeah. headline was from. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's comic books. They can do whatever they want. Um, yeah. I don't know. In Batman Beyond, 
Wayne Industries is present and extremely powerful in the crazy mm-hmm. future world where everyone has hover cars. So um, I'm not sure what exactly year that's set, but they have hover cars, so it's in the future. Let me bring um, up, now that I said unbreakable, I thought about one more thing. There's mm-hmm. a moment where Wells takes off his glasses with Caitlin. Mm-hmm. That was a creepy moment. That really right. threw her, yeah. They, they faked us out there, right? Did, yeah. did you yeah. see how crazy his hair has gotten? Which yeah. is, again, the clear sign of the villain, mm-hmm. is crazy hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's getting pretty shaggy. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, I mean, it seems like he knew. Oh, yeah. He knew through some way that they were onto him, right? Because that was his, like, I'm going to go kill Cisco in a second. Let's just chat a little bit. And then, before I do that. <laughs> well, and then... He brought up that whole super theory about what they could do, and it, I mean, it was almost like, "Oh, well, let's just go there, and I'll get these to go." And it it was strange, mm-hmm. and but like you could tell he was reading in and and kind of playing a hand and seeing what mm-hmm. her poker face was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was you know that was him Feeling just like trying Kate- to read the situation. I think yeah. well, Caitlin's a terrible liar, and I think yeah. it was she was so nervous and and. He had her number within a few seconds, and I think that's why he, I think that's why he put her off her game, too, was was because he knew that she wouldn't be able to react well. He got her to the counter and then, boom, you know, flashed himself away, so. And, you know, he didn't need to get her to the counter, right? But he's, he's an evil guy, I guess. My guess is that he got her to the counter because, because what, you know. Because it's just to control her through fear. Yeah, it is an intimidation. Yeah, it's just an intimidation move. Yeah, it's it's intimidation and confusion because. Mm-hmm. Uh, although what I find notable is when she finally manages to get hold of Barry at the end of the, mm-hmm. where she's like, "Barry, no, I have something to tell you." Um, and I suppose this is because she was not down in like that the magic field containment lab, but rather in her normal work area. Mm-hmm. Like, in theory, you, she could have led with. Barry Cisco is dead. And, I don't think she knows. I don't right? think she like, knows though. Because you yeah. don't bury that. That bury bury that lead, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't think um, she knows. And what does that's the other thing. What does she know about Wells? Because she can't like she I mean, she knows mm-hmm. something's wrong, but like she can't blurt like he can walk, right? Or he disappeared. Like she's she is confused and and, and mm-hmm. because she doesn't really have any information, right? Cisco's the only one with the real deal and he's not telling anyone mm-hmm. in this timeline. So But it's not yeah. it, well, the only thing that didn't happen was there was no real big wind blow when he took off. Yeah. So it, there, but she has the wherewithal to say, uh, "Wait a minute, he didn't just disappear. Mm-hmm. He he's he can not only walk, he can run, and he's probably the reverse mm-hmm. flash. All he always mm-hmm. she's got to do is think a little bit, then make that phone mm-hmm. call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, I in my mind." She probably spent 10 minutes trying to call Cisco, and that, that didn't work well. So, before going up to Barry. So, yeah. I sis, ah, sis, sis, ah, ah, I'm frightened. Yes, yeah. Dr. Wells is freaking me out. Yeah. Oof. Just so good. I, yeah. I just can't get over how, like, and here's the other thing that I really liked, is, like, Ugh. this was the turning point of, Basically, where the argument's been, the Flash is like a, the whole series in general, is a little bit more vanilla than Arrow. Mm -hmm. Arrow's deep and dark. We're all friends here. (laughs) But you know what what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden now, 
all of a sudden the Flash now has a lot more heaviness. I mean, you mm-hmm. you're involving time travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's it's there's time travel this, now. Well, people got murdered. I mean, that there was a lot of kind of like people really got hurt in this one in a way that they don't really haven't really in the Flash, right? I mean, yeah. that's part of like Flash's cleanness is even as like most of our villains just get locked up in little cells. Yeah, and that's, they even don't think too hard about that. I but I, like, I, I mean, recently I recently rewatched the crossover episodes because um, mm-hmm. I've got both Arrow and Flash as iTunes series passes series mm-hmm. subscriptions and. Uh, you know, Oliver exclaims in frustration, he's like, we're in two completely different cities. Yours is bright and clean and it works and you have villains with cute nicknames and <laughs> ours is a big effing civic mess. And, um, you know, it, it, this week did go a little bit darker mm-hmm. because, again, it's, it's, they're right. There, there's, there's slight differences in the show tones, but uh, I think it's good for the Arrow, too. Yeah. Not Arrow. I, mean, I it's think good it's good that the Flash. And it's good that they get to be different shows. Yeah, we don't need to yeah. see the same show with with different superheroes. No, well, I'm looking for. There's one more flash. There's one more crossover for the season, and I'm really. Yes. I'm I'm wondering. Um, and this is not. I, again, I want to emphasize to our listeners. I promise never to spoil Arrow again, so I won't spoil Arrow <laughs> for you guys. But given the revelations that took place on both shows this week, like at this point, like the crossover could be about anything. Yeah. It just. I was also. Holy. Is it going to be a Flash Arrow crossover? Um, I mean. Will I, I think Arrow there's be in it, one. or will characters from the Arrow be in it? I, I wasn't sure if we would just. See I think we're going to see without spoiling anything yeah. for people who haven't seen recent I, episodes mm-hmm. of Arrow. I think we're going to see a a character that has not quite come out of Arrow. Gotcha. Yep. Mm-hmm. With you, Justice League Assemble. That's right. So, yeah. Right. Right. Huge episode. Um, great. If I I rewatched again today, and mm-hmm. I just when he gets to the some might say I'm the reverse. I'm all oh my yeah. god, and yeah. like all of a sudden, like you think about that Christmas episode is especially creepy now when he mm-hmm. says Merry Christmas to his little suit, and mm-hmm. uh, and what well, they don't have Christmas in the future. And so. even though there was a body count in this episode, yeah, it can all be reversed. It can all be reset. Yeah, yeah, it could be different bodies next time. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, boy, yeah, that's. Um, I did watch the promo for it, which I almost never do, but yeah. I was so excited about this one because I don't like to be, I kind of want everything to be a surprise, but I was so worked up. Yeah. And, you know, it is the promo, if you want to check it out, uh-huh. you might just find it on YouTube. It is both kind of amusing and haunting. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it and we only have to wait a week. This feels like I the kind know, of thing where they like, make us wait months. It's like Christmas, so. really. So. Yeah. So super excited about it. Um. This is a, this was episode fifteen. We have another eight to wrap up this season. So oh, fantastic! I know. Wow. Oh my gosh, eight episodes between now and May. I think this is a good time to wrap it. Yeah, this is a very good time to wrap it. So, with you as always for the Flash Flashcast. Welcome back to our listeners, and I'm thrilled to be back too. I was Lisa Schmeiser. My name is Mose, and I've missed everyone. Oh, <laughs> we missed you too. I'm Tony Sindelar. Good night, super friends. <laughs> That's great. <laughs>